heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. You know, somebody put something in my ear just uh, just just this morning, actually, and you'll you'll be hearing more about this ahead. That you know, it's not that we're trying to save the country. That's not even it anymore, Malcolm, because the country's lost. The country's gone. Wow. And this was this was a very solid person who told me this, by the way. Wasn't anybody on the fringe. And I said, really? That's how you phrase? Yeah, no, no. I, I think this is about recapturing America. This is a, a reestablishment or rebuilding of the nation. Hmm. That gave me pause. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like there's a great point to that. In other words, this is about recapturing the spirit of America. So in that, uh, you know, in that spirit, I would say to you, it's a tremendous opportunity, I, I believe, for, um, again, maybe this is a reestablishment of the next round of founders or framers on what the United States of America will be uh, just ahead here as we turn the, the corner, you know, into a new year. It is an interesting time, isn't it? Don't you think, you know, after coming through all of this, this COVID fiasco, but it's more than just that, friends. I mean, the writing is on the wall here, don't you think? I mean, the country we knew, the country we loved, the country that we were passionately in love with. I mean, do you think it's still there? I mean, it doesn't feel the same, does it? It doesn't feel the same at all. It's different. Something has transpired in our nation. And it's happened right, right under our noses, right in the light of day. In fact, I would go one step further and say, we are responsible for this. We, we're holding watch, people. Think about this, please. Please, yeah. We're holding watch for the next generations. They're counting on us, man. How do you say that any different? You can't. You can't. I mean, Tom Brokaw did that greatest generation business. Remember that, coming out of the world wars? Right? The greatest generation. Save the world. Man, didn't just save ourselves, save the planet, man. And sadly, I would say to you, we've gone from the greatest generation to the most screwed up generation there ever was on the planet. And that's not a rallying call for pride and prestige, I have to tell you. It's a sad state of affairs, isn't it now? But what, what do we do? Well, as, as uh, people who love life and love God and love this beautiful planet that we've been gifted with in this life, that we have the blessings to enjoy and be here with, you know, it, it, and it's like we're, you know, we rent this space. We, we don't own it. We, we rent that. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? We rent this. This, this is, this is, we're, we're all here on borrowed time, people. Yeah. I mean, we're here for a purpose and a reason, but our time and our journey through this whole experience called life is very much in the moment. And that, that I never get lost on that. I never get lost on that point. I'm telling you. So today is going to be an interesting program. I'm going to open up the uh, airwaves here and do something. I haven't done this, but it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And I'm calling this here today, you bet. 
the end of the year clearance sale. <laughs> the end of the year clearance. I don't know what we're selling, but it's going to be the end of the year clearance sale. And we're, we're going to take back control of our lives. All right. We're going to take back control of our mental space a little bit too. And our ability to see more clearly as we all get ready. And the one thing I'll say, I want to hope for all of you is that you can get your personal space in line, get a clear mission and a goal. That's what I really pray for each of you. I know that's that I'm doing it. Get, get clear in your mind what we want to be when we grow up. Right. Yeah. I don't know when that will ever be, but oh, man, you know what? We're going to grow up into the next year, into 2023. What what do we want to be when we get there? I mean, listen, the sky's the limit. I think. Why shouldn't it be? I mean, we're here. <laughs> Why not make the best of it? Right. Well, listen, we're going to do this program today with uh, my dear friend and uh, brother. Dr. Henry Ely joins me, Dr. H. Brother Henry, got a whole lot more adjectives behind that, Dr. H. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm feeling super califragilistic, expialidocious. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one yet in a while there, but I like it. I like it. I but like it. for all the reasons you said, Brother Malcolm, it's it's the sky is the limit, you know? And when you just accept that things have changed so dramatically that we can't recognize, we can't feel what our country can feel like, but we are the bearers, the the pallbearers, if you will, of knowing what that feeling actually is, which means we can recreate it, right? And that's what starts getting exciting to me. And to do the, that, though, we have to stop for a second, all of us. We've all gone through now um, post-traumatic stress disorder with all of the fighting we've been doing for the last three years. It's time to stop. It's time to reflect. It's time to breathe. It's time to pray. And it's time to get focused on what we can do to build the new world and what our country is going to look like, because they don't want our voice in the formation of the new country. And our voice is going to be the foundation of the new country. Mm. Sky is the limit. Yeah, yeah. Man, I love what you say there. Love what you say there. Hit a couple of buttons for me, actually, here. Before I get to uh, a couple of points, we'll come back to the NWO in a minute. I, I, I do want to reference this new world order in a moment. Put that on the side. Okay. I want to talk to you a moment about this PTSD. You you just hit a nerve for me. Mm -hmm. and, and I'll tell you why, because that's a term we use in, uh, we use it in military circles. We use it mm -hmm. in law enforcement circles. And we use it when somebody has been traumatically altered in life. Uh, some huge event has traumatized their life. Okay. All right. Yep. Now, PTSD is usually a very, well, it's kind of an isolated incident. It's a very personal incident when somebody gets PTSD, but you just got me thinking, you know, with everything that has transpired right now, let's think about this, Henry, mm -hmm. you know, this whole COVID thing was massive in size and scope, and, and it was not isolated. It was all of us. We were all in this one together, whether we liked it or not, okay? Um, the entire globe was succumbed by a bunch of lunatics who took over our lives because they did. Um, they got away with it. And so that in itself was traumatized. And then we see all of the fraud going on in all of our, whatever, our election cycles. And I'm not here to talk about any one thing. I'm mm -hmm. talking about the collusion and the problems that have happened where obviously people are making decisions, 
not on our best behalf, but they're doing it anyways to control our lives uh, with all of this uh, collusion. It's not collaboration, but it is collusion going on mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. all of these oligarchs and big tech and government officials and bureaucracy and deep state actors and God knows what else, the globalist people. And it's a whole parade of uh, of, of algae at the bottom of the sea here, the, the most mm-hmm. corrupt so we've all got, we all, I think, but I've never seen a moment in my life, surely, where the whole wide spectrum of us are experiencing PTSD. But that's an actually an interesting way to put it. We are suffering as a people, Henry, mm-hmm. with, we, we are, we, we, it's like we've been, cause, and that's a perfect analogy because we really can't even believe this just took place. I mean, we're like in denial right now. And right, but yet it's right. continuing on now as we get ready now to move into this new space. It's like we got all this baggage here. Let's talk about that PTSD. That's a great narrative, don't you think? Sure. Yeah. You know, one of the things that was really concerning to me last summer, Malcolm, when I started doing a little research into this was I asked a question, how long can a soldier stay on the battlefield before the soldier becomes a detriment to his company and has to be removed? Right. And for most um, countries, it's about 180 days maximum. Okay, it's 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 pretty set there. The United States a little bit longer. Last time I looked, it was about 270 days. But when you look at this, th- we've been at this every day for three straight years. It hasn't relented, right? And so when you have that, you're, you're well over a thousand days consecutively. There's no doubt that everybody who's been at the on the front lines of this, fighting and fighting and fighting, fighting for our freedom. Has is experiencing PTSD. There's no doubt that everybody who's been, who's still, you can see it in people who are still wearing masks, you know, uh, walking around society. There are so many signs of post-traumatic stress disorder, what used to be called shell shock syndrome. And that what we have to keep in mind about PTSD is it makes us a danger to the people around us. And so it's important for us to step back right now, especially at this great hallowed time in our in our yearly annual cycle. It's important for us to step back, reflect, and pray. I realized, Malcolm, a couple of weeks ago, I was at my end. I mean, I was just, I was, it was really bad. And my team was seeing it at the school. Um, people were commenting to me privately that, you know, they love me, but they didn't know how to bring it to me and say, Hey doc, I think you're getting frayed and you know, I think you've you've reached your limit. And what I realized, I had to do some reflection on that cuz you don't want to hear that at first, you know, you want to stay in the fight. And what I realized was they were right. I was I had created some very bad habits. Diet is fine, the things we've been teaching on health and and freedom, taking back control of your life. I've been practicing those all except one key thing. Hmm. And the key thing I was missing was waking up and starting my day by either reading something that was going to make me feel good hmm. or even better meditating and prayer. And so what was happening for me was I'd wake up and I'm in this habit of grab my phone, start reading all the worst stuff I can find, all the research articles, all the outraging things so I can be in the know of what's going on for today, right? I'm I'm conditioning myself to be have an angry day and I'm doing this from the moment I wake up and I had to finally stop a few weeks ago and say no. My phone does not get touched until I have talked to God. No, 
I do not put anything negative into my mental space until I have created a positive energy around me. And that happens in meditation and in prayer. And I think that's what recentered me. I'm about two weeks, maybe a little over two weeks, approaching three weeks into this, Malcolm. And what's incredible now is my energy fields have changed. People outside in public are interacting with me naturally differently. People just coming up and talking to me, wanting to smile and have conversations with me. I feel better. Everybody's noticing it. Why? Because I made one important acknowledgement. I am injured and I have to do something about mm. it. And the thing I have to do about it is have a conversation with God every single day. Mm. Wow. You know, you, um, uh, when that was happening for you, couple, I think you said a couple of weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, something mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was it, wasn't that about the same time you were sending me some very colorful messages? Yeah, it was, you know, and that's when, that's when, I, you know, it's, it's hard. Listen, we've been through things that very few people go through in their, in their generations, you know, and, and yeah. this is a generational, this is a historic thing. We're, if we have a hall of fame for evil, most of the people today, it'll be filled by people today. All right. More so than in, in other previous times in human history. And that's saying something, you know, you're talking about Nazism exploding all over the world. You're talking about Hitler's vision being fulfilled right now, and we are fighting for freedom and making sure we are fighting for what's right. And that is no small task in a day when the bullets are now illusion and lies and misinformation. And when we don't seemingly have a remedy in courts for, you know, for this issue. Now, we're still Keep, we're we're going to keep on fighting in the courts and we're going to hold them accountable or prove that they don't work at all. But the thing is, we have to acknowledge and make sure we have that connection with something far greater than us. Because when we have that connection with something far greater than us and we renew that connection every day, what we really ultimately learn is that all of this is an illusion. And all of this is a beautiful illusion for us to learn who we really are. And I think what we're finding out about those of us who've been in the fight like yourself, Brother Malcolm, for, Malcolm, for the last three years, is that you are chosen by God mm -hmm. and you have a good heart. Mm -hmm. And that is going to win out as long as we maintain that knowledge of self throughout this process. We get lost with the distractions. It's what's happening, Henry, in our lives. You know, we get lost with it, right? The distractions. We lose focus of the big picture, you know? It's so easy because it's that constant infiltration of negativity in through right. coming in through our visual cortex. It's constant, right? Which is why it's so important to wake up, close your eyes, and get your energy set to be able to receive that if you want to. So you can filter it instead of embedding it within you. Well, this is actually very important what you're talking about. There's two points that come to my mind here. The word you used, meditation, a moment ago. Now, some people understand what that means. And when we say the word meditation, other people say, ah, hung, hung by, I don't have time for that nonsense, whatever. But, you know, I'll tell you, uh, and it doesn't have to be a long period of time, Henry. You can take, a, I mean, a minute or two and have two minutes of meditation. You know what I'm talking about here, right? Amen. So as an example, before my microphone goes hot, and no matter who I have on the other line, and sometimes it's somebody very important, uh, far more important than myself, and I'm, I've got them ready to talk. <laughs> I know the feeling. <laughs> I always take a few moments in myself and my inner soul, and I do it uh, every time. 
And I thank God for the moment mm -hmm. right there that we have this <sighs> very unique opportunity. I, I'll tell you, I do it. I just did it today coming on with you. Hey, because I, I didn't know you did that. I didn't know you did that. I do the exact same thing. I say, thank you, God, for this moment. I right? See, I do, do the, the same, same thing. thing. I oh, do the wow. exact same wow. thing. I never knew you did that. I do it every time. Ever since I just did it with you before we came on. And I do it. <laughs> and I, I, I take a moment. I, in other words, I I never lose sight of the moment. And it, which is why I tell listeners uh, and my friends always here on the broadcast, Henry, that uh, it's a privilege. It's my privilege to be with them and that they honor mm -hmm. us by letting them in us into their lives. And that's not a small task, brother. You understand? You know, uh, th that's a big thing to me. You see, you know, it's a great honor that we've been given to be alive in this time frame and in this time period and to be entrusted by God to do what's right. It's the honor of, of uh, it's an honor of our existence, really, when you get down to it. So it allows, when you take a, a couple of moments of meditation of that silence before, like in my case, before a mic goes hot and before it goes live, in my mind, what it does, it, it allows me a moment to reset the table, okay? Right? So mm -hmm. I'm resetting the table now. The other thing I've gotten pretty good at my life is I don't allow baggage in my life to take me down. Now, I learned this as a hard lesson as a young man, frankly, mm -hmm. uh, but I learned this from people who would like to gossip or do things of that nature, which I don't partake in. Uh, and I don't really find any desirable point to pull other people down by a measure of entertainment for me and another person that that accomplishes anything. I just don't see what that does. And and so the way you do is you avoid those things. And in other words, what we put into our minds is a choice. It's either negative space or it's positive space. It's who are we going to be? What do we? This is some of the most important stuff we're talking about now that is so key to our psyche, our psyche. And the psyche is how we're going to act the rest of the day, the rest of the week, uh, as we look forward to whatever's ahead here. So at the, when I say at the end of the year, a clearance sale, and then you're talking about PTSD here. We're talking about, let's take a moment to meditate. You know, this all makes sense, doesn't it, Henry? It all makes sense. It, it really does. And you're actually describing the Socratic method, right? It's really simple, the, 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 three, the three filters. You know, is it kind? Is it necessary? Is it accurate? You know, and that's how we discern the information that's coming in. And I, I just love that. If any one of those three things is violated, then you have to really question its necessity within your, your mental space. Because mental space and who we are is so precious, especially on a daily basis. And it has it has ripple, it creates ripple effects in everyone that's closest to us that love us the most, you know, and they deserve for us to be responsible with all the horrors that we do see. And, and there, let's not kid ourselves. It's impossible for us to not be immersed in the horrors of what we are have been involved in. We are on, we have been on the front lines for three years. Yeah. You know, but that means that it also doesn't have to be something that takes us into the pit of despair and leaves us there either. We have the choice and the ability to lift ourselves out. And that's the promise that God gives us every day and renews us in every day if we continually reestablish that important connection. 
Yeah, and it's not just one thing. I, I don't want anybody to think that, well, you're just talking about, again, the PTSD from COVID. No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about at all. Uh, that's mm-hmm. just layered on. That that whole three-year episode that, uh, Henry, you're pointing out right now, that's just layered on all the other complications of life that's hap- that are simultaneously happening. You know what I mean? You know, Absolutely. Yeah, it, It's a simultaneous effect. It's It, it feels to me like we're being sucker-punched. Not just once, Henry, not twice. (laughs) They're hitting us in the naughty parts, Malcolm, over and over again. You know, we got to we got to learn how to block better. I think, you know, low blocks. (laughs) Well, well, even beyond blocking, what if we begin to kick back a little bit? You know, now you're talking my language. You know me. Now you're talking my language. I I don't I'm not a turn the other cheek kind of dude. I'm turning the other cheek to turn around and smack you back. That's the kind of dude I am. Well, and I think, you know, I think that this is uh, we can't keep ignoring 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 what's obvious in front of us right it's what you're saying you know we, we've got to come to right we've got to have a come to jesus moment don't we you know we we do but you know what malcolm we still have within that the freedom of perspective right the freedom to decide how we feel one of the first question i ask myself before i get into my <clears throat> prayers is who's in control of how i feel about me right and with that in mind because of course the answer is I am. When I give myself permission to have full control over myself and my perspectives and how I see the world, it does help alleviate the potential um, accumulation of you know post-traumatic stress situations and the seeking out of other negative energy because it starts becoming like a it starts becoming like a Flintstone chewable morphine. You know what I'm talking about? Like with just this addictive thing, the next negative thing, the next thing to be outraged about, the next thing to, you know, that's going to be the worst thing in the world. And it's like, listen, there's a lot of really bad stuff going on. There's no, and there's, and we're not, not suggesting we should bury our head in the sand about it. We have to face it, but it also doesn't mean we have to look at it with the doom and gloom negativity that is associated with it that we can look at it through different eyes that see opportunity we can look at it through different eyes that still bring hope we can look at it through different eyes in the knowledge that we are here for a purpose god didn't bring us this far to drop us off right here okay you know and that's something we have to remember god only put us here because he knew we could beat this that's why we are here. That's why all of us were born. Yep. And that's yep. why we have all found each other over the last three years. Because he planted us all over the world and said, go figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, when this started to unravel uh, through the Trump era, Henry, right? Back mm-hmm. to uh, when things were starting to really unravel. Uh, in other words, Trump was a um, iconic figure that was a threat to uh, these some of these characters. Okay, we'll leave it at that, right? Mm-hmm. And when that started to happen, uh, we began to see the level of the game uh, increase dramatically. The pressure and the tension in the room in our country, in our nation, see to shine and see. When I say the room, I'm talking about see to shine and see. Look at America as one big room of loving people. You understand? right? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. started to increase the tension. And a lot of that, because what happened with an iconic figure like uh, like Donald J. Trump is, you see, he exposes what sometimes 
uh, isn't exposed otherwise. In other words, it may never see the light of day unless you have an iconic guy like that come along and say, you know what, I'm just going to swing the doors wide open and, you know, have had it, America. Here you go. Mm-hmm. And and then it's all kind of exposed. Now, that becomes, obviously, that makes somebody like that uh, kind of a martyr, a martyr, you might say. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, you could call him a lot of things. I'm not trying to say he's, you know, the new child born onto Christ. That's not what I'm suggesting. But he's, he is an iconic figure that sort of plays into a little bit of this and the way that he opened up the doors and exposed a lot of the garbage in the beltway of D.C. and the globalists and what they're up to. Does that make sense? Malcolm, we have a, something that happens in um, in natural medicine that's very akin to what you're talking about. Okay. When you get really healthy, your energy that you emit actually changes. And now we call it, you know, moods and facial expressions and things like that. But there's actually energy fields that that emanate from us that change. And what you find when you get really healthy, and this is something I suspect you've experienced a lot in your life, is that when people have parasitic infections, they start acting really nasty towards you. And you can't explain their behavior. Why does this person not like me? Hmm. They don't like you because what's really happening is they are being dominated by the endotoxins and mm. the mycotoxins that are released mm. from those parasitic those uh those mm. uh parasitic infections mm. that ultimately influence perception and change the way neurosynaptic plasticity works in the brain and and uh, neurotransmitter release happens in the brain. And this is all total science. All right. But what's what's going on is that you being healthy or you being a, a you know someone that's going against the grain brings out what really is happening within people. And I think that's something that uh, that President Trump brought out in in the country is is the worst and the best. The best is the potential, but the worst is the reality that we're going through. And people started hating him, people who supposedly love, as a as an ethos started hating him because they were taught to hate him mm-hmm. right and that's the thing about hate it can mm-hmm. be taught no nobody's born to hate right so when you get these people who are foaming at the mouth literally at the thought of his existence mm-hmm. you go okay well you're you are betraying what you say you believe in you therefore are infected there's something going on and now when you start getting into the Mm. cellular biochemistry of everyone you look at their body types and they're overweight they're inflexible and if you're inflexible in your body that means you're inflexible in your mind if we were to look at what's going on in their cellular environment it's completely polluted with toxins and now mrna dna sequences from the shots and 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 infections and now what that does is it makes a person very susceptible see this is what was going on in those nazi concentration camps what they were studying what they were studying was how to control masses of population in their thought process and what they figured out was that when you polluted the body particularly what they were using predominantly was aluminum and then you give them repeated messages over and over again aka a 24-hour news cycle and and commercials. And when you add on big tech influence and censorship and things of like that of, of free speech, what you end up creating is a cocktail, a biochemical nightmare cocktail for people who are already prone now to su- suggestibility and ultimately are su- are prone to infections because they're very susceptible now to infections. Their minds are all over the place because their bodies aren't clean. And now you bring somebody like Trump in mm. and it exposes all of what's really wrong. Mm. Okay. Wow. 
Wow. wow. So a lot of this negative energy then in the country, I think we're saying then, is really about those people. It's really about what's in those people. Is that what we're saying? The only thing that can come out of people is what's already in them. Mm. If you hate someone, it's because hate is living within you. And that is the real mm. disease. Wow. wow. All right. All right. You know, I, I my head was spinning a little bit th thinking uh, as you were talking about that. I was thinking about the iconic figure that I mentioned, Trump. But another iconic figure on the other side, for instance, is Nancy Pelosi, for instance. And now you say those two names. Now, if you put them out in the mm -hmm. space... Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump, 50% of the country is going to love one and hate the other. And 50% of the country is going to love that one and hate the other. I mean, it's like, um, this is kind of what it is, but it's what we bring to the game of life. There's the rest of us that are following all of this, but a lot of it, what Henry, you're saying, the love or hate in our heart allows us to put out there in the space to occupy that space to say, I really hate that person. Of course, hate is a big word. I don't like it when my kids use that word because they'll use it as descriptive. I hate such and such. I typically stop them and I say, whoa, 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 whoa. What do you, what whoa, do you mean you whoa, hate? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yep. Yeah, what, what, what does that mean? And I, t I ask them to qualify it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm right there with you. And I got to tell you, when you start, we, we look, we say those two names, right? Right. And they conjure up an emotional response in us because we, you know, that's, that's what's happening. You know, we, people will forget what people say, but we'll never forget the way they make us feel. The question is how much of how, of what we feel about these people has been influenced by not their actions or who they really are, but what we're told to believe about them. And, and, and what you find Malcolm is this phenomenon. The cleaner a person's body is, the more resilient they are to suggestibility. The more they are critical, the more they become critical thinkers, the more they're able to see through the BS that people are trying to push down their throats. It's the people who are in the worst states of health that are the ones that are the most susceptible to being influenced by repetitive messaging. And that's really what's going on here. So how do we keep hate out of our heart? It's real simple. Keep that, renew that connection with God every morning, whether it's, or your creator, whatever name, you know, let's not get caught up, but I'm going to just say this also, God better not ever become a bad word. And anybody who tries to make God a bad word around me, you're going to get a tongue lashing. I can tell you that right now. But what I will say is if we renew love, if we renew the connection with God every morning, right? Even for a few minutes, as you're suggesting, mm -hmm. what we're doing is we're reestablishing the connection to source energy, which is love. And that makes it impossible right. for hate to live within us. And it makes it impossible for us to promote hate coming out yeah. of us. Yeah. Well, if God is good, if God is light, if if God is all of those things that we see there, then whatever your belief system is, is and I totally get what you're saying. We, we I mean, we everyone's got to personalize this in their own lives. We can't tell anybody what to think, how to act, how to behave, right? I mean, come on. Amen. Amen. No, yeah. that's a violation of freedom. It, it totally is. And I'm not going to do that. But but if God is all of the, if, if we're in a fight of good and evil, and we are, and if that evil is um, part of those people or that movement, or when we say they or them, we always use those words, they or them. And it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> Oz, you know, it's like Oz behind the curtain, you know, who is the they and the them? And sometimes we have to call that out, who the they and the them are. But those people, sometimes we discover there appears to be a lot of evil in their heart. And I don't say that to boast about it or any jump in my step that I would say that or 
and who, and who but really then people who who am i or you to judge another human being who really are we to do that and on the flip side of this thing i'm saying to you i'm not trying to be wishy-washy here but do we really wish harm or evil on any other person well hmm. i would say no really but then henry i'll have to say back to you and answer this after the pause here i'm gonna think about this a moment please but at the same time uh, that uh, if that person, uh, when I mentioned conjure up the name Nancy Pelosi, is, uh, or and that could be many names. I'm not using her. She's another iconic figure, though. One of the most, uh, certainly the first female Speaker of the House and one that has been uh, highly successful to her. What Now, when you say that, you would say, well, what are you talking about, Malcolm? To my listeners would say that. But, well, successful with her mission. Her mission was a different mission than many of us, you, you understand. But it, in her mind, it was very successful. And so uh, I'm just putting it out there and keeping it real. And then with all of these people that fall into that camp, what I'm wondering is how do we bridge the gap? The fact that we have a nation now of people running around with massive PTSD. Oh, yeah, man, really? <laughs> and now we have all this evil and a lot of people. And I'm not suggesting I'm some greater than thou spirit that I can choose who's got the good and who's got the evil. I mean, that's not at all what I'm saying. But a lot of those people fit that bill. And then we have to say, and you can see by their, not only their emotions, but their actions, what they do and how they do it. And they manipulate sort of like the Pied Piper. It's like the Pied Piper. It's like all, you know, all the rats following the Pied Piper. Was those rats, mm -hmm. Henry, following the Pied Piper, wasn't it? It, it was. Okay. <laughs> it, well, I make sure it was rats. I don't know. It could have been. I, well, I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if it was Democrats or not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> not, that's not below nice. the belt. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I, didn't, I don't know where that came from. You'll have to forgive me, uh, my fellow Americans. Every so often, it just slips there. I'll tell you, man. Wow. You know, and I say that, and I've got a, and I got to back that up now and tell you, I've got a lot of really good friends that I love that are indeed Democrats and that are left of center, but they're not extremist people. We got to get back to the point in our country where it's okay to have a conversation at the water cooler. We've got to get back to our country where it's okay to be a Democrat or Republican or a liberal or a conservative, but not an extremist, not somebody who wants to beset the country into the gutter or the sewer or the uh, the uh, the ash heap of history. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Marxist left here. I'm not talking about the people who are, uh, you know, have a different vision for America. But I'm talking about the diversity of opinion, the diversity of thought, the, di the diversity of all of these things. Anyways, having said all of that, friends, we are here on The Voice of a Nation and uh, so we're having our end of the year clearance sale. <laughs> That's what we're doing here, right, Henry? That's and, right. Uh, uh, I've got uh, Doctor um, uh, Doctor H, uh, Doctor Henry Ely. Uh, uh, you know, you meet a lot of interesting people in the business, and uh, Doctor H has been uh, truly a blessing to me, uh, a real dear friend who has uh, come along at the right time of life, and. Um, just, um, I tell you, it's, I can't tell you mm -hmm. the biggest blessing I get out of this experiment, Henry, at America Out Loud, is the people I'm blessed to play with every day. I cannot put it any other way. Mm -hmm. And I've been so fortunate. It's the gift that I get from all of this hard work is these, it's, it's the human spirit in all of this and the people I get this opportunity to play with. God is obviously, um, how do I say he's, um, he or or she is being very good to me right now with these uh, relationships. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You know, God is good, brother. Yeah, it opened it right up, and um, 
Anyway, so what we're going to do is take a quick pause here, friends. But I want to wish everybody the most joyous season. Again, I love this particular moment of time of year, not just for the season, although it is wonderful, not just for the birth of Christ, although that is marvelous and uh, earth shattering, uh, not just for the time of our connectivity as human beings, but our chance to reestablish ourselves, the opportunity to do it all over again, the chance to get it right this time, the chance to move into a new year of a new mind and a new burst of energy. I always look at this time of the year as that birth of opportunity. And I think, okay, God, I'm another year older and I'm going to move into another year. What are we going to do this year? How can we make this great? How can we do it? We're only as good as our last dance people. You know, we can't rest on our laurels. We have to get it right. And that's always what I'm thinking about here at this time of the year. You know, really and truly. It's like, and I, and I, and you know, I, I, the, the point of insanity is banging our heads against the wall to do the same crap every day and expecting to get a different result, you know, right? That was Einstein that said that or somebody, or maybe, maybe it was Roosevelt or Reagan or Frankenstein. I don't know, but I believe it was Einstein. But anyways, anyways, banging your head against the wall and getting a different result, that is the point of insanity, isn't it, right? And, you know, insanity can be interesting. As a visionary, as a creative guy, it can be the point of cleverness or the point of innovation is a bit of insanity. Like, what? Like, we're going to be able to all talk on an internet somewhere? Are <laughs> you crazy? You mean like, you know, back in the, when they were doing the horse and buggy things, you mean we're going to be driving automobiles around? Of course, they didn't envision fossil fuels and green energy coming down the pike, did they? <laughs> and there's a lot more to that story there. But you see, that's the point of innovation. It's the point of insanity almost. It's like, but anyways, but we don't want to keep banging our head against the wall and doing the same thing. We got to reinvent, reinvent, reengage, reinnovate. So maybe that's beyond insanity at that point. Maybe that's uh, something else, uh, 2.0 uh, that we have to get to. Or, or maybe that's the carbons, uh, the fossil fuels we need to breathe more in that they're trying to ban off the planet. But actually, we need to turn everything green since carbon is the birth of life here, right? <laughs> it's remarkable, isn't it? Everything that is good for us or that we need to be having is what they say is bad for us. It's uh, it's a strange set of friends. Um, listen, again, wishing you uh, just an awesome season as I digress a moment here. Uh, now, we've got some major news we're going to be delivering on the network here very, very soon, I, I will tell you. Uh, very, very soon. Uh, this program, The Voice of a Nation... Uh, will go silent uh, in the six o'clock hour now. Uh, and that will happen. And this is the first time I'm giving you this information, but it will happen on the 20th of December will be the last broadcast at six o'clock of this program. And on the 21st, on that Wednesday, there will be a new voice in this space right now at six o'clock Eastern time. Of course, on America Out Loud Talk Radio, on the iHeart Radio Network. And um, so it'll be a whole new genre. And uh, there'll be a whole lot more happening after that uh, with my uh, voice and the voice of a nation. But I won't have that information to you until just down around the corner in the bend, uh, through the boulevard, up the street, across the avenue, uh, just around the lane. <laughs> 
that uh, come January sometime. We'll tell you more about that ahead. We have some exciting new voices coming onto the network and some really dynamic programming uh, uh, changes, uh, beautiful things that are happening that we'll be sharing with you very, very soon. Uh, so a lot of things happening back to this time of the year. So as we're doing our thing here, I want you to do the same thing with your life. And, uh, you know, if we can help you somehow, we've got some advice or some thoughts, you know how to reach us here on the network. Uh, you can reach us at liberty at americaoutloud.com. No better thing in life for us to be seeking our liberty, right? Liberty at americaoutloud.com. Friends, we'll take a quick pause. We'll resume just on the other side here. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day, yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Listen to Malcolm, the voice of a nation, on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android, or Alexa. Welcome back, friends, to the voice of a nation, to my dear fellow Americans, and to all of our beautiful friends around the globe and I uh, love all of you. So many listeners from Australia, New Zealand, the UK, I always say those countries because they're very high in our analytics. A lot of listeners from those countries love America Out Loud Talk Radio. Uh, we love to have you listen here. Thanks for being part of the journey. It is a journey, it is a mission. This isn't just about Americans, this is about all human beings. We have a point and uh, a measure to be here in this life and to share this magnificent planet of beautiful people, and that's what this should be all about. You know, at the end of the day, friends, we get one opportunity to do this in life. Let's raise people up. Let's make the difference. If that's the difference in, in uh, you know, de defeat or victory, I choose victory. Let's raise people up and create as many win-wins in life as we can possibly do. And uh, that's, that's the important thing. Let's talk about that now. Let's bring back on uh, brother, uh, Dr. H is here. Um, Henry and uh, Dr. Henry Ely. And, uh, you know, we did a series at the end of the year that was very successful, taking back control of your life. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have been asking, when are we going to resume? What are we doing? That's not done, is it? Now, you can get that whole series of shows on the podcast. Many of you ask. And if you go to under shows, it's actually listed as a show there, although it's part of this uh, network on this program in here, The Voice of a Nation. Uh, but it's called Taking Back Control of Your Life. It's right there in the menu on AmericaOutloud.com in the nav bar. 
Just go there. And down at the feed, if you go down below the little rhetoric of Dr. H and Malcolm there that's at the top, uh, you'll see down below that is the feed of shows you can get on podcasts. And of course, they're on all podcast networks and Apple and all of that. I'm looking at the page right now, actually, Taking Back Control of Your Life, The Eight Essential Steps to Health and Freedom. It's a fabulous library of work. And you'll see Dr. H up there uh, and uh, and then myself as well and the work we're doing and questions you can send in and ask and all, and all of that. We will be doing some other things with this next year is the point of this in 2023. And I'll just put that out there in the space. Mm-hmm. Uh, really not ready to share any more uh, specific details with you, but we'll be getting into some of the other things I promised on the detox and on the cleansing and other wonderful things that we can bring and help uh, just so many people with and help ourselves with as well. And of course we help ourselves by helping other people. You understand, you know, uh, it, it lifts us up in spirit and mind and body and soul and all of these measures. All right. So one of the things I want to ask you now, Henry, that has been on my mind as we've been chatting here with this PTSD conversation, all of that. So, all right. So if we look at this collective of people and we look at the polarization of where we're at and we look at the fact that PTSD is a real thing and mm-hmm. we can agree the fact that we have been traumatized as a people. Now, there are different levels and layers of that traumatization. OK, some people can shelter that more. Other people cannot. And it takes over their whole being. It's just like everything else in life. But now we're dealing with all this as a people and we're saying, OK, One of the challenges we're having big time is that we are talking in silos here. We are Mm -hmm. talking in separately. We're talking over each other. We're not talking to each other in a real conversation anymore. It's it's really an attitude in America, sadly, that is now hooray for me and the hell with you. Mm -hmm. That appears to be the new world order there that has really gotten into us, us in a very difficult situation. Whereas I see another world order, Henry, that it's better to have a win-win-win where everybody wins. It's mm-hmm. hooray for everybody and raise everybody up is a better choice. Now, the fact that, you know, when I talk about I put the name Pelosi out there, I put Trump out there. How do we, how do we, we're not getting across to the other people. And we have a lot of friends out there and they're not enamored when we use words that are polarized into their vocabulary. Because some of them maybe are carrying evil around with them or detoxed. They need to be detoxed or other things that are happening in their mm-hmm. life. Or maybe they need to see a, a witch doctor or a voodoo person. I don't know. <laughs> but how do, <laughs> how do we get through to those other people? How do we open up their dialogue? How do we break down the barriers? This is not easy. If we're going to get over PTSD, don't we got to do some of that? Well, you know, the the number one rule in, in healing is, you know, uh, that you can't force it. If you force it, you're doing it wrong. And so with that in mind and with our belief in freedom, you know, people have a freedom to to explore, you know, um, having a coping mechanism extend into a behavioral adaptation, which ultimately can descend into being destructive to themselves and then destructive to themselves and others. So it it's part of, in, it's implicit to the whole concept of freedom that a person could be able to explore that kind of um, self-destructive approach. The challenge, and I think the thing that we do, is that we work on ourselves. And when we work on ourselves, it gives us an ability to exist in a good way in an environment that is, in fact, hostile towards us. Now, I'm not suggesting we 
you know, allow that to continue to a point where it starts to injure us as well. I mean, we have a right to self-defense, you know, whether that's mental or whether that's physical, we have a right to defend ourselves. And so what I'm suggesting is that, you know, if we focus on ourselves, that the greatest energy always prevails. And if we focus on ourselves, even mm. if we are small in percentage, our, our belief becomes greater than the belief of the people who are descending. And when that happens, we are building out parallel structures. We are saying we don't need yep. you. And we are showing that you can throw a party and enjoy this life still. And that becomes attractive in its own way to people who are descending. And they'll stop for a second often and look up and go, well, why am I going down this path? And it's at that point that now they've become ready and we don't have to force it. They will find us. And that's the thing we have to build the, the new mm -hmm. world for, for them to be able to yeah. find us. You know, in my world, uh, even through the corporate board days, Henry, and the things I used to do, I used to always use the words, you have to have your house in order. Mm -hmm. You know, your internal house. In other words, before you could go out there with a message or a marketing campaign or a business idea or a thought process, you have to have your house in order. So that's kind of what we're talking about here that it's internal. It's about us. It's about what we put into our minds is what we're going to be, right? It's it's really what it comes down to. It's like, listen, if I just shove negativity in, into my brain all day long, the only thing that's going to be in me is negativity. That's what's going to come out of me, right? That's right. That's right. But if I, am, if I am getting my house in order every morning, if I'm reestablishing and renewing that connection to love, to source energy, to God every morning, if I'm, if I'm giving myself that peace you know, every morning, then that's what I have to give. And that's the thing, if we're going to be responsible about what we've all been through and where we have to go, because there's a lot of work to be done, mm -hmm. then that means we are accepting that challenge of renewing that connection every day so we have something worth giving the world. And then what we have to have after that is the most important thing that I think all of this is really about, faith. We have to have faith that it's all going to work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and faith plays big time in the fight of good and evil, which is a lot of is what we're dealing with right now. Um, you know, I asked a question just before we went live on the mic here, just blurted out, and I, I just wonder if you have any thoughts to this. I bet you do. Mm. Uh, when I say, you know, like with everything we're dealing right now, and it's it's mind boggling with the energies we throw into this on a daily basis and everything that is crumbling all around us. That's why many people wake up if they don't have that moment of meditation or the moment of praise or the higher order of faith in their life. If they don't have that, Henry, the world really is falling apart at the seams. You understand? You know, mm -hmm. and now if you have the gift of all of these other things we say, you're able to rise above some of that. But it doesn't take away from the fact that the world is instead, instead in, indeed still crumbling over here to the side. It's still happening, man. Still it happening, is. you know, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. we choose a different path to think. And that's not means we're naive or any of that. But, mm -hmm. but here's what I would say is that with everything going on right now, if we would, if I when you were in an elevator and I looked at you and said, oh, Henry, we're screwed right now in the world. Look what's going on. Bing and a bing and a bing and a bing. And we have like two minutes to have this conversation. And I said, OK, Henry, where are the bones buried? Well, what would you answer back to me if you had a couple <laughs> of minutes in an elevator ride? What would you say if I said, Henry, where, where are the bones buried on this thing? What do you say? <laughs> Let's say they're not buried. We're walking all over them. It's it, it's it's everywhere we look. You know, I mean, 
there's no shortage of problems and there's no shortage of corruption. There's no shortage of criminality. I mean, we're, we're looking at a murder for profit Ponzi scheme. That's what these shots are. We're looking at misappropriation of trillions of dollars of U.S. taxpayer money to go where God knows. We're looking at these attempts at digital slavery with the, the passport systems. We're looking at critical race theory. We're looking at stolen elections. I mean, there's nowhere where corruption isn't rampant in our world right now. Well, the question we have to ask is, are we going to participate in that corruption? You know, or are we going to change it? Well, then the question, most of us say we're going to change it. Well, the question becomes, how are we going to change it? Well, you can take the Buckminster Fuller approach and say, we're going to build a, a parallel society, build something new, let the other thing die, because it's going to die. All right, we cannot stay on this trajectory, right? But it's, it's how do I want to exist in the time that I have. And this is a question, no matter whether life is grand or life is in despair, it's a fundamental question that we are asking ourselves every day. And, and how do I want to participate in that? And I think that's why it's so important every morning to start your day reconnecting with what that purpose is and how you want to exist within it, because it's still a choice. The world can be crumbling uh, all around me, right? But I've already decided, Malcolm, that on my last day on this earth, and my last moments, I am going to die with a smile on my face. That's the freedom I possess, no matter when that day happens. And of course, I don't want it happening for quite some time. But whenever that day happens, I've already decided I'm going to go in a good way. So why, if I'm going to go in a good way, why not live my life in a good way every day? You know what I'm saying? Like that makes sense to me that you don't get, you don't have the right to bring me down into your negativity. Why don't I extend my hand and see if I can lift you up into the positivity that I've been able to create for myself today? Because that seems more interesting to me than what you're talking about when you're negative. I'm not saying you, of course, but you know, when somebody's right, right. trying to bring you down, right? right? right. No, you, you don't have the, the greatest energy always prevails. Yeah. The love I have in my heart is greater than your negativity That's and it right. always will be. Right. Yeah. This is the greatest gift we could give people right now. Do you know that, Henry? How so? This gift we're given right now, that we're given people, this gift of freedom, this gift of mind control, this gift of liberty in, in your own space is the greatest gift we could give all of our friends here on this broadcast right now. Well, that's where freedom begins in your mind, because that's where slavery begins as well. Right. right. And so if you're free in your mind, then you're free. It doesn't matter if they, it doesn't matter what they do attempt to do to you exactly. as long as you maintain it's kind of like you remember the shawshank Reden redemption yep, uh yep, malcolm yep, yep. you remember when tim robbins was talking about music and he was just talking he was like he's like you know that's that place that they can't get to that mm -hmm. place that's exactly. just for me exactly. they can't have that and if i give that up then shame on me well see that's the key now even as a young man i that's what i'm talking about if we can get people to understand this basic principle point we're talking about, Henry, that's what I'm, I'm sharing with you here. This is the golden gift of life. We're, in, we're mm. rejoicing and giving. To, it's the best Christmas gift we can give to our listeners. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? I, I definitely do. Yeah. And, and I say that because as a young man growing up, Henry, I understood you know, there were people I didn't agree with the way that uh, siblings and I had others that we just didn't see eye to eye, Henry. It was that simple. OK, we mm -hmm. just did it. Mm -hmm. And but I chose as a young man, I figured out the lesson of what you're talking about right now, early, early on in my life. And I guess I'm lucky for that reason. Mm -hmm. So what happens is I choose to put in my mind what I choose to put in my mind. I will not let you occupy negative space in my mind. You understand? 
I don't That's do right. it. Yeah, I won't right. do it. There's there's no rent-free living in your head. It doesn't happen, brother. It doesn't happen. And you know, and the other thing, Henry, about this is, that's why I don't like negative energy around me. This is me speaking now, Malcolm. I've got to have positive energy around me. Mm-hmm. I also recognize whenever I'm doing a moment of time, whether it's with my wife, my children, uh, uh, friends, I like to keep it intimate and simple in the moment, whatever it is. But I look at those moments, Henry, as an opportunity we get to do something unique mm-hmm. that will never be repeated again. It's a special moment of time, you know? It's so you gift. cherish that moment. I've been in some very cool rooms with some very cool people. And I've looked around the room and what I've done, and I've done this as an art throughout my life. I don't know if you've done this, but I do it all the time. I've done it throughout my life and it, I would never not do this. I tend to, in my mind, step out of the room. I look mm-hmm. back into the room to see who's in it and what's going on exactly. I wrap that into my mind to think how special that moment is. And that we'll never be able to repeat this moment again. But it is very unique in its space and its time. And these beautiful people we're with right now is highly, highly unique at this moment. And I thank God for that moment of time. Uh, whatever that is. And I've had some really cool people in those rooms. And I think, and I have them right here in my mind, the visions of those folks. And some of them have passed on. Some of them are not. Some of them are still here. But there are moments of time that I cherish. Does that make sense? It makes total. It, it, you are spending more time appreciating what you have than lamenting what you do not, and that's that's the game. I was I was watching this MMA fighter um, video over the weekend. He was talking about something his dad taught him as a, a child. He said, "Look, the first person that you're going to have to defeat if you want to be successful in life is yourself." You're going to have to defeat the negativity. You're going to have to defeat the seduction of hate. You're going to have to defeat the lethargy and the the uh, the laziness. You've got to defeat these things so that you can experience who you really are in this beautiful existence that you've been given. Well, I got to tell you, we got seconds left here, but this uh, really, uh, Henry, stay right here with me now, surpasses... Uh, everything uh, that you know, we come in today. We no idea we're you know we're going to talk, we know we're going to have a great talk somehow. But really though, and I label this. I had a movement and a vision or or something or somebody punched me in the gut just coming on board here with you and said, you know what, have an end of the year clearance sale. All right. <laughs> and Doctor H says, yeah, let's light this thing up, man. And here we are, brother. Um, hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. Hey, I'm just going to say, man, on behalf of everybody and everything that you do, uh, you know, we love you, brother Malcolm. You know, we do. And I'm just grateful for you and everything that you do for so many people in the world. I know it's a heavy burden and I know it's a lot of work and I'm just blessed that God has brought us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to uh, you're, you're going to get me uh, too emotional now, brother. But thank you so much for that. I love you back to the to the stars and beyond, uh, brother Henry. You've been such a gift uh, to uh, to me personally, and to so many listeners who just love you. They love your style. They love your love. They love your light. Uh, that's really the uh, awesome attraction here, uh, friends. Uh, there's so much to take from this uh, just amazing conversation. Sure, in many ways, it is the end of the year clearance sale, but it's the birth of all new opportunities ahead. Um, I hope you'll hitch your wagon to all of these ideas in life and and, and also hitch it to all of the amazing things we're doing here at America Out Loud Talk Radio. Help us raise everybody up and and just find a higher order in life that we create win-wins in life. 
And we'll do it our way. We will absolutely achieve the ultimate. We will succeed beyond our wild expectations. You know, they keep talking about a new world order. I got news for you. How about we create our new world order? Since we know the old world is dead now, <laughs> now we'll maybe do our O-N-W-O and take it back that way. As somebody said to me the other day, well, it's about revisiting and re-embracing the vision of the American spirit. Maybe that's a great way we need to look at it now, coming into a new year here. Thank you for joining me on the mission here, my fellow Americans, and to all of our amazing friends around the globe here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.